0: All right, so before I start this segment, uh, I just want to give a huge, huge... And damn, it really sucks that I have to do this. Really sucks that I have to do this. I want to give a huge apology to Chiefs Kingdom. More specifically, I want to apologize to uh, to Hunter. Hunter, I don't know your last name, but you know who you are. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I ever died at Chiefs Kingdom, okay? Look, you just got to understand. I... Uh, in the, in the midst of my Eagles losing, I needed somebody to blame and hate. And unfortunately, I wished ill will on Chiefs Kingdom. Therefore, I'm sorry. Okay? There. I said it. Okay? We can move on now. Anyways, uh, so this segment uh, that I found very interesting on an episode of Speak for Yourself uh, is, uh, um, I believe it's a uh, Mark, well, it's Jason Whitlock, Mark Schlereth, uh Marcellus Wiley and I believe they got um uh Derek Johnson. They got yeah, they got Derek Johnson on here as well on this episode. And they're going to go through and they're going to give their commentary on what it what it's going to take. Well, they're going to give their predictions on how they think the game is going to go with the New New England Patriots coming to play against the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. Um I've kind of had mixed emotions about this. I got and to be honest, I don't even know who's gonna win the game. Like, for it, it, it's a toss up, man. It's truly a toss up. So, um, I'm gonna let them speak, and of course, I'm gonna chime in and uh, you know do what I do. I'm for a big story. Let's move to Kansas City, where the Chiefs
1: host the Patriots in the AFC Championship game Sunday, with Patrick Mahomes under center and weapons
0: like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Kansas. What a trio that is. That is it. That is quite that that's probably the best NFL trio this season. It's it's and it honestly, it would it would have been a, a quadfecta, if that's even a word, had it not been for once again, Mr. Kareem Hunt. But it's it's all good. Uh and it's also proven that Mahomes, for him being this, for this being his second, technically his first year playing, he's he's everything you want in a franchise quarterback, and he gets it. And I think Andy Reid is finally understanding after his first uh, quarterback that he's had with Donovan McNabb, obviously there were some woes there. Uh, he's learned to be a little more patient with Patrick Mahomes and to kind of sort of let him, allow him to be him. You know, The problem with McNabb and Reid is that uh, McNabb wasn't really a full believer, I think, in Andy Reid. Um, I do think that there were a lot of plays that he left on the table and he kind of wanted to do his own thing. And I think that Reed has kind of sort of taken Mahomes under his wing, and he's allowed him to still be himself. So that's a really good blend. It's a really good marriage between the quarterback and the coach, and the head coach. Really good marriage. Um, but this game's a toss-up. Really couldn't tell you who's going to win this game. The city put together one of the most prolific scoring
1: attacks in NFL history, but this week they will have to contend with Bill Belichick, one of the sharpest defensive minds ever, who has made a career of taking away his opponents favorite
0: mode of attack the question here and that's one of the things that i think bill belichick does well is that he he's like a boa constrictor like yeah you're gonna fight you may take some damage man but he's just gonna squeeze the shit out of you man he's gonna squeeze the life out of you until you have nothing left and then he's just gonna devour you and take over from there i.e that's exactly what happened to the chargers (laughs) Uh, he he made Philip Rivers look like uh, a joke to say the least, uh, and he didn't even play half bad. But um, when you have Belichick's mind on offense, and you have Josh McDaniels' mind, uh, or oh, sorry, when you have Bill Belichick's mind on defense and Josh McDaniels on offense, it's like they they kind of help each they help themselves out, in a sense that Bill Belichick is limiting. He's going to limit you to uh, scoring only three points on a kick on a, on a, on a field goal. Uh, and he's going to he's gonna do his best to keep you out of the end zone. And he's done such a good job. I believe the Patriots, for the past, like, five or six years, they've been, like, top five in red zone defense a lot. Like, they do a lot of uh, bend but don't break. Bend? I can never say that. <laughs> they do a lot of bend but don't break. Ugh, see, I did it again. Bend but don't break. See, how hard was that? That was not hard. He does a lot of bend but don't break defense. And he does that. And, he, and a lot of the times he really – which is, it's fascinating because he leaves a lot of his defensive backs in man. And he'll play, he'll even play with a single high safety. So it'll be interesting, it'll be interesting to see how, how he's going to attack or how he's going to, number one, slow down this offense. And I don't think he's going to be able to. Is what's more intimidating, Kansas City's offensive weapons or Bill Belichick's defensive mind? All right, so before these fools answer, I, I would honestly say depends on how you look at it. Because I think that with Bill Belichick and what he does with his defense he has his players playing like his mantra has always been do your job like that's it everything else will fall into place just do your job and they do that if they want to play in a certain coverage zone or in a certain uh, coverage shell they'll do it if you want to bring pressure they'll do it meaning this guy does this when he blitzes and then if you see this then you do that. Um, it's kind of like a well-oiled machine, really. Uh, but then you got the talent of Kansas City, man. And it's like, can can an offense with that much talent supersede a defense that's well... Uh, what's that? What's the word I'm looking for? That, that's well-disciplined that is playing within the scheme. And I'm like 50-50 on this, man. Like, But all in all, I do think that Mahomes... And it's like you want him to make a mistake, you know, like, not like you want him to, but you expect Mahomes to make a mistake, man. And he doesn't make very many. I think he trusts his arm and he trusts the receivers he's throwing to. But if anybody's going to catch him in a trap, it's Bill Belichick. I think Bill Belichick does a good job of disguising a lot of zone blitzes. Uh, he'll bring guys from all over the place, man. And what and, I, and what I think he's going to do, he's going to bring a lot of pressure uh, from he's gonna and you how do I put this like you're gonna force Mahomes to throw he he can throw in the pocket we know that he can throw outside the pocket I think that I think that Bill Belichick is gonna concoct some sort of a combination of certain blitzes that he may not be able to pick up right off the bat because the, he can, he can disguise the coverage to look like one thing pre snap and then they'll, they'll do something completely different after that I remember one one season. When they played, I think it was the season when they went like eighteen and one, right? That season, the Patriots they were like top three in scoring offense, but they had like a top ten defense. And I think going on that year, which is which is still mind boggling to me, how they didn't beat the Giants and Eli Manning's dumbass. I have no idea, but uh, there who was the linebacker at that time? Was it it wasn't Willie McGinnis. Was it uh, was it Gerard Mayo? I think it was Mayo. I think it was one of those big bulgy linebackers, man. Look, this fool, Bill Belichick sent him on a blitz, right? No, no, no. He tried to set him in coverage. And Gerard Mayo went into coverage, waited, and just like darted through the darted through the A gap, man, because they played that that they play that hybrid 3 4 defense. He darted through the gap, man, and I think at the time he it was at uh Dang, who was the quarterback at that time? Let me think. Was it Chad Henney? Was it Chad Henney? Yeah, I think it was Chad Henney that season. Made Chad Henney roll out the pocket, man, and, 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 and I think he got sacked. But he's gonna throw one thing at you, man. So you have to be very he's very tricky, man. He's gonna look to he's gonna he's gonna make Mahomes throw to places he thinks he can throw, only for him to get picked off. I could see that happening. I'm not saying it's going to, but I can see it happening. And I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna say Bill Belichick's defensive mind, just because he's just done it so many times. I go back to, and I know it was a high-scoring Super Bowl, but they
0: faced Atlanta in the Super Bowl with all those weapons, and Bill Belichick... Oh, man, they had... Obviously, they had Matt Ryan, Mohamed Sanu. I think he was there that season, right? Maybe I could be wrong there. Uh, They had Julio Jones. Uh, They had Devontae Freeman... They had uh, Tevin Coleman. Look, they had a stacked offense. That, that offense was nice, real nice. But for some reason, man, they forced Matt Ryan into some crazy throws, man. And matter of fact, they even got the—I don't even know why they stopped running the football, man. Like when you had a, a at the time, you had the, one of the best tandems on on offense running the football, and Coleman and Freeman. Yo, like Bill Belichick, after that second half, man, or up until like that third quarter, he made Kyle Shanahan rethink everything he was doing, man. Like it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was genius. To be honest with you, he was in his head. Check okay, figured out a way, particularly in the second half and the
1: fourth quarter, uh, to to get them stopped and for New England to rally and and win that game. Uh, look, man, the guy's got five Super Bowls.
0: He's coasting. Yeah, he's been he's been there before, you know. He's been there before. He's seen quarterbacks that are, I can't say as talented as Mahomes, but I mean he's been there, man. So he knows what to expect. Eight Super Bowls.
1: Bill Belichick versus anybody, he always scares me more than anything else. Man, uh.
0: yeah, I think I saw an episode. Um, I think you, I think you was speak for yourself where they mentioned uh, that Andy Reid has bested Bill Belichick, and I'm like, dude, maybe in the regular season, but. Right now, he's got Andy's number. He's 1-0 and against Andy. If we're talking about any type of Super Bowl run.
2: I am going to say for clarity, I am saying the KC weapons. However, the definition of intimidating is to make timid or fearful. And I'm scared of Belichick. And I'm scared <laughs> of that
0: mom. See, and that's how I feel too, man. Like, I want to believe in KC's system, man. But I just think that Bill Belichick is such a genius. And, like, he he's he he's a very very mindful individual and i think that he's going to put his his job as a defensive coordinator as any defensive coordinator but he pays attention to detail he his job is going to be to put his players in the best position to get a stop to uh to uh be in the best position to make the best play you know yeah, and the defense is isn't exactly spry and young, but he's kind of put together a ragtag group of dudes. I mean, you got the McCourty twins; they're both playing. Stephon Gilmore. Uh, I only know who their linebackers are. I think I believe Dante Hightower is still playing. I think he's no longer hurt. But um, they got the uh, Ninkovich, and they got uh, what's that other What's that brother's name, man? Uh, can't. His name is slipping my mind right now. But he was the dude who made the tackle last uh, in the Super Bowl against the Eagles, where he like LeGarrette Blunt took off running, and he had he tackled LeGarrette Blunt with one arm, like that, that guy. I can't remember what his name is, but yeah, he's his job man is to make everybody else's jobs easier, and and like he said, to do
2: your job. Uh, that sucker one one playoff series came out in a two five defense. I remember it. like I was like, A two, five, two down linemen, five linebackers. We're going to figure this thing out. And, and I remember when Doug Flutie was rolling with us. And no one could figure out Doug Flutie. Everyone thought he had his slights and his height issues and stuff, but he was just falling. Pro Bowl year. Falling out of control. And we faced the Jets the second time, and he was the defensive coordinator, Bill Belichick. He said, he even said it, basically. We, we were looking, we're like, it's like we're just going to blitz from the outside, keep him contained, and let's see what he does there inside that pocket. See if he get those passer lanes, and he couldn't. And we were like, "Damn!" The, he figured it out. The Rubik's cube, he always
0: figures it out. But yeah, you know, the key, to, honestly, the key to getting Mahomes rattled, you got to make sure that he doesn't have any free reign to run around. You have to make sure you have to make him uncomfortable. And you know what? Here's the thing: he makes his best throws when he's uncomfortable. That's the that's the tricky part. That's the kind of the Rubik's cube that Marcellus Wiley's talking about. You have to make him, but he can throw under pressure, but you want him to throw while uncomfortable. You want him to, he and, he and he doesn't want to get rid of the ball. He doesn't want to get rid of the ball. He doesn't want to leave any plays on left on the field. You got to get him uncomfortable to where he's throwing. You got to make him think about where he's throwing to, and you have to generate pressure. That's easier said than done because Casey's offensive line has been balling. For clarity, I'll go back to my original statement. Casey's offensive weapons, they're going to thrive.
2: Belichick's going to slow them down. He's going to minimize them, but they're still going to be too much and they're going to be victorious I look at I just look at KC in general. If you take the playoff teams that are
3: that are currently um, Established with New Orleans and with KC and with the Rams and obviously with New England I can make a compelling argument. They have the three greatest weapons in all the playoffs right now
0: I agree No, ooh, man I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know, Mister Schlereth, because Drew Brees and his stupid—I mean, his and his his great self, dude. When you have an Alvin Kamara, a Mark Ingram, and a Michael Thomas, I saw that firsthand, dude. Look, I don't know. I, I to me, in my honest opinion, but but then again, you have Tyreek Hill, who's got world-class speed and, and, and Travis Kelsey who's arguably the second best tight end in the league I put him behind Zach Ertz but that's just me personally um top two now ah, you know what uh, for the sake of not but for the sake of not being biased I would say that Travis Kelsey as of now was the best tight end in football so uh then become we'll Zach Ertz then become we'll come... I don't know. Uh oh, George Kittle. Everybody likes George Kittle. I don't know why. I don't like George Kittle. He's not he's not, he's a he's a I, but he ain't all that. Um so yeah, maybe they do have the best trio that's left in the playoffs.
3: Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Patrick Mahomes. And I will tell you, talking to defensive coordinators as I travel around doing games, they say they I have had several coordinators say, you watch him on film, Tyreek Hill. You watch him on film, and you think he's fast, and he's, man, he's incredible. He goes, when he is on the field, I had one defense coordinator say, the fastest player on the field that I have ever witnessed.
0: I'd have to I'd have to second that. I honestly thought Deshaun Jackson was the fastest player I'd ever seen. But when you watch Tyree Kill, man, he, the camera, immediately pans the defenders out who are chasing him. Like, he, no one's been able to hawk him down, man. <laughs> he's unreal. Ever. And he's gotten better at catching.
3: And it reminds me back in the day when you talk to guys who try to cover uh, Randy Moss. Yeah. And they'd all say the same thing. On film, he was so smooth. You'd say, oh, yeah, I can run with Randy. I can run with Randy. And they'd get on the field, and he'd just run by it. And look like he gave no effort. They have great weapons. Now, that said, Bill Belichick will devise a plan to take one away. And I think he'll rotate through which one he's going to take away.
0: Yeah, but the question, it's, it's, like, it's like a PYP, man. Um, to be quite honest, if you ask me, if you're gonna to try to stop, at least attempt to stop them, I think you're gonna to have to double team. You're gonna to have to double team uh Tyree Kill. But then it's like if you double team him, do you really wanna leave, you know, Devin McCourty on Sam but you know what though? The cool thing about um the cool thing about Sammy Watkins playing for the Chiefs is that Bill Belichick has watched him play. So he's gonna know how to he's gonna know how to defend him. Like and I think Stephon Gilmore is going to know how to defend him as well, and I think that Stephon Gilmore can hold up against Tyreek Kill. But you would have to put him in man and have to shade a safe. Sh- You'd have to shade a safety over the top, and that way you wouldn't allow big. Like you will. You he's going to blow the top of the defense off. But Belichick doesn't play much zone, so like you. That's and I also think they're going to play Travis Kelsey a little tight. So, but Mahomes is just so good with distributing the ball, man. I don't even know who this, uh, what is it, Marcus Robinson or whoever number 11 is, dude. He's throwing to him. He's throwing to, he's throwing to everybody, man. He's throwing to everybody. Even if his biggest stars don't make it, man, he's going to throw it to whoever's open, whoever can make that play. And he can also throw up with his backs and catch out of the backfield, too.
3: Wait, depending upon situations, maybe it's Kelsey down in the red zone in the seams. Maybe it's Tyreek Hill in the field. But the bottom line is you can't take them all the way. And Patrick Mahomes is that X factor. Once he breaks out, I mean, what, what, what do you want me to
0: throw? Left-handed?
3: What do you want me to <laughs> throw? Under-handed?
0: Yeah, I, wish, I really wish. He can't do that, man. I'm sorry. No coach in football history has ever taught his player, unless, of course, he's already a lefty, never tells him to throw to be ambidextrous. But then got, you'll got have people listening talking about, boy, Patrick Mahomes is just that good. All right?
4: <laughs>
3: Overhanded around somebody's body. I mean that they are they are freak shows, man.
4: Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, uh, from my experience, I got I, ha- I have to go with the players, the weapons uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Of course, you would, DJ. You played there.
4: Just because, man, players always beat scheme. It always be you can have a great scheme, but if you got some great weapons around, players always beat scheme. And we can flip it, you know, with with um, with Tom Brady and and can he handle Bob Sutton's defense and his.
0: Yes, yes, he can. I believe he can. Here's the thing. I think that... That defense... And they they played a hell of a game, man. If, if this defense was playing the way that they, they were playing against the Colts last week, I think KC, KC would have been... They, they, they'd they probably be undefeated, man. Even with the absence of, absence of Kareem Hunt. They'd probably be undefeated, to be honest with you. But... McDaniels, like, you gotta keep in mind, bro. Like, I mean, T. Y. Hilton, man, like, he's dope. Don't get me wrong. Like, T.Y. Hilton is dope. But you got Julian Edelman, man. Like, that that guy and Bob Sutton, he he he'll play some zone, man. He, he, look, you better put your hands on Julian Edelman. That white boy will cut you the fuck up. He will cut them up, man. You better put some hands on that dude, man. No, you can't forget about old 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 faithful. Excuse my language. You can't forget about Old Faithful, aka uh, Robbie G. You can't forget about him, man. People talking about he's lost a step. You keep thinking that. I would, I would love to see Anthony Hitchens try to ca- try to try to cover him. I would love to see that. I would love to see Ron Parker <laughs> try to cover Rob Gronkowski. You keep thinking he lost a step all you want. This may be, and you know what? That may be an incentive for him to win this game because this might be his last year anyway. Just saying.
4: His scheme at. It, it, at Arrowhead, mm-hmm. he probably can. So uh, at the same time, I will go with Tom Brady, just trying to – because players beat Scheme at the end of the day, man. DJ, great yeah.
0: players DJ, beat DJ. Yeah, great players beat Scheme. Not players, great players. Yeah. Uh, good, talking about Bill Belichick. <laughs> You're talking here. about Bill Belichick. <laughs> you know He's
1: watching at I, home. You just put Bob Sutton in the same category as Bill Belichick. No, I did No, I did no. <laughs> At the same time, just telling you, I, I – I, I,
0: Uh, Way to go on your debut, man, Uh, Mr. Johnson. Way to go.
4: It's one thing to have a scheme and you're saying, hey, this is the perfect scheme. This is what we're going to do. And then Tyreek Hill gets out there and his route is a lot faster than what you saw on film. Right, I'm telling you, it's just like that.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It goes back to one of those stories of folklore. Uh, Deion Sanders ran back a kick one time and they're, they're sitting there next day, special teams meeting, and they're saying, hey man, you know, Coach got the red dot on everybody. Run harder, cut them off, get the right angles, geometry. And like, Coach, we out there running. He got a car or something. Like, he in a vehicle. Like, there's no... Ca-
0: Yo, Deion Sanders had, he's probably one of the like a top 10, top five, I'd say, in my opinion, Wonderkin as an athlete in general. Like, was it him that they said he ran his 40 with no socks and ran a 4-1? I believe it, man. And you're right. Yeah.
2: You do not prepare for that. We try all the time. Grab the fastest backup receiver. Mm-hmm. Make him be Tyreek Hill. Okay. Yeah. His name is not Tyreek Hill, coach. And when you get out there, I think what you're saying is it's going to be a tremendous scheme But there is a way to be
1: superior to that scheme, which is execution with that talent. All right, DJ, what about this, though? And and I hope you're right. But the second time around for Belichick, seeing these guys this year, Mm -hmm. that, to me, makes it even more intimidating.
0: Yeah, because if you give Bill Belichick something, he's going to take everything that, as most most coaches will, but he takes everything that they did well, everything that they did bad, he's going to take that and tweak that. But I think Andy Reid is a good enough uh, offensive coordinator and head coach uh, or or operation or operating that offense. I think that he's going to become a little more, he won't be as subdued with what they did last time. I think he's going to come up with a whole new playbook for them to study. And he's just going to continue to, to, um, to, to build upon that. You know, when I look at this matchup, I liken this to like, this reminds me, like if I if if I could make this a Rocky movie, I would say that the Patriots, although they're the evil, they're the evil doers, I would say that the Patriots would have to be Rocky because they've been there before. And then I think that the Chiefs would have to be Clubber Lang. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, you woman, hey woman, <laughs> that's what. Because man, like Case, I mean, because Casey, they got that knockout punch, man. Like, I mean. If you guys haven't seen it, was it, was it, what what movie was it? Was it Rocky 3 or Rocky 2? Ray fought Clubber Lang. I don't remember which one it was, but Clubber Lang was throwing some jabs at this dude, man. And Rocky was able to put him in a rope of dope and get him tired. And then eventually he just started whooping his ass right after that. But hey, you woman, come on on over here and get with the real man. (laughs) It's a horrible Clubber Lang impression, I'm sorry. You give Bill Belichick a second bite at the apple? Well, I I think. these are, this is two different
4: defenses now. You're talking about an away defense what he played at the early other year. Kansas City defense was away team because they were in Patriots at the Patriots. Yeah. Now we're talking about a Kansas City
0: really good top ten defense at home. When, when since when have they ever been top ten in defense? When, like if we're talking about just like in the past like week, I don't, when have they ever been top ten in defense, man? I. I Maybe they're playing top ten defense, but they haven't always been top ten defense.
4: Different kind of defense now. Not not saying that
0: that they will stop
4: everything Tom Brady throws at them, but this is going to be a different game. I mean, but Belichick's going to have his deal because they
0: they thr- I agree. I think I, I do think that KC's going to come ready to play. I, and to be honest, I think that the more there's more pressure. Well, yeah, I, I took the pressures on KC to win this, man. Nah, you know what? No. I think the pressure—the pressure's is on the Patriots to win this, because even if the Chiefs lose this game, we'll they have something to hold that they—they they can hold their head up on. Imagine they—they're they're saying to themselves, "We did this without X, Y, and Z, right?" But if we get X, Y, and Z in the draft or a free agency, we're unstoppable. Robbed on them,
4: um, Patrick Mahomes did a great job. I mean, he came back. They were about to be out of it, about to get blown out, and Patrick Mahomes came came back in New England. Now you have him at home, in the
0: cold. Uh, it, it. Okay, like that, that's not a factor because the Patriots, they play in the cold too. So, the, if anything, this would be the first year that Casey's ever played in the cold, like a blizzard. But Tom Brady has played, I think that I think I read a stat, he's like 16-3 and three in, 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 in cold games or like snow games.
3: It, it's it's going to be interesting. When you watch Kansas City, and you watch, and i got to give Andy Reid a, a ton of credit because... They do a great job from a deceptive standpoint. Their creation of deceptives. And one of the things that they're amazing at is they'll give you the same formation with the same kind of ghost motion or jet motion. And they'll jet motion with the formation, they'll run dive. Then they'll jet motion with that same formation, they'll throw a screen to the jet guy. Then they'll jet motion, they'll throw a screen opposite the jet guy.
0: Yeah. Like, he's Andy Reid. I will give Andy Reid his props, man. Like, he was never this creative in Philadelphia. I don't know why. Because his offense was predicated mostly... He, he liked to pass a lot. But now, he's utilizing the pass game, well, the run game, into the pass game. I.e., throwing the jet motion screen or throwing to the opposite side. I remember there was that one that one, that one game where they threw... No, 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 no. They didn't throw. He put, like, three dudes in motion, man. They they're all just running across the field. I'm like... What the hell is this? Andy Reid has never been. That, which I thought that was going to be a penalty, but I guess not. He motioned three dudes across the field, man, over over to that over to that side of the field, uh, or to the right side of the field. And I thought that was amazing, man. Or like when he did that that shift in the end zone, where all the receivers just like did a turn. It was look, the creativity, man, and and he's utilizing a lot of that. That Texas Tech air raid offense that Patrick Mahomes like to run, that Mahomes like to run a lot.
3: Then, I mean, and, and what ends up happening is you get five distinctly different plays that all look identical from the start with the motion, and you really only change two guys' responsibilities. And that's what makes him, like, and you want to talk about nuanced offense. What makes nuanced offense or the evolution of offense great is when you're Play action stuff lines up identically to what you run in your run game. And that's where Andy Reid's I, I hate using genius in football because I think they're mutually exclusive events, but that's where his genius comes out. Everything looks identical and it gets you as a defender.
0: Well, where was that genius at in Philadelphia, big A, huh?
3: There. Yeah. On your heels because yeah. you're
0: like guessing. And, and you know the, the the biggest part of that
4: swing guy, that 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 decoy guy. It's Tyreek Hill. So he's going to get a lot of attention. So when he's flaring out, it's not like, oh, let's just let him flare out. Let's get back into coverage and do our deal. It's Tyreek Hill. So the whole defense right. kind of shifts right. over there. So he opens up the world for everything. Right. And, and,
0: and, and Tyreek Hill better get paid after this season, man. He better get paid. Like, no negotiation. He needs to get paid. How, is he going to be making Odell money? I don't know. I don't know, man, because they're probably going to pay him as an offensive weapon. That's probably what he's going to want. If I was Tyreek Hill, I'd pay him more than just a receiver. He might, don't be surprised if he ends up being the highest paid. Look, if they win the Super Bowl, don't be surprised if he ends up being the highest paid receiver in the league, man. Do not be surprised. And he replays to what the. And that's if he's demanding a max contract. Defense is taught because you're taught to read your keys, trust your eyes.
2: <laughs> But they changed the locks. <laughs> you're like, this is the same exact key. You put it in, one time it works, next time it doesn't. Because you're saying, hey, guard goes down, this is my read. Yes. And then next time, you know, you shouldn't have done that. You actually got to do something different. Think, and it's right. So think about it. Think Great. about you're
3: You're an outside linebacker. You're a curl flat defender, right? right. And all of a sudden, Tyreek Hill's out there.
0: How much curl are you getting? How much depth <laughs> on your curl? You're, <laughs> I mean, you ain't not much. The only thing you're going to be curling is curling your eyes, man, because he's going to run around you and make you dizzy. Right. You're supposed to be 12
3: yards deep. Right. You're like, I got to get out of here right now. And then that hole that you just left yes. is, is a 22-foot hole where you're just like,
2: Yah!
0: yeah. Take right. advantage of Coming up peace. up. peace. The Warriors set yet another. Yeah, so I, they're done talking about that. Um, honestly, man, this is going to be one hell of a game. I believe I'm off, so I will be watching that game. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for this to happen. Kansas City, Congratulations. You guys have finally made it out of the divisional round. I couldn't be, more, gosh, can't say more proud of you. But you, you know what I mean. I'm, ha- I'm happy for the city. So um, to be, but if I could give a final score prediction, I don't want to jinx it, but I could see Kansas City winning this game, 35, New England 31. I think that's what's gonna happen.